0: and uh, this is peter teabags
1: and i'm mj and
0: this is a jaded world podcast today we're going to talk about what it's like to be a sperm donor baby, sperm baby. donor conceived i'm gonna tell my story and what it was like and I'm we're gonna also gonna talk, talk about,
1: about egg donation experience doing that and then we're gonna wrap it up with talking about
0: it's our saga book club, our saga book club. hey oh. enjoy the shit to come Hey everybody! It's a jaded world. It's a jaded world. Let's look at the world. It's so jaded.
1: That's it. Hi, I'm MJ.
0: What was wrong with that? I'm Peter Teabags.
1: You usually. My pronouns are they them. That was a three minute or a three second intro. Your intros are usually at least thirty seconds. Okay. Well, yeah. Pronouns. she her. Welcome to our podcast, A Jaded World, where we talk about love and lifestyle and all things. In this jaded world,
0: I mean, a lot of people could talk about it. Uh, the reasons we're talking about it is because we've been married 15 years, 10 of those have been polyamorous. Mm-hmm. Went for we we're swingers for a while and then went the AM route,
1: yes, which has been a fun journey. We also have a combined experience, experience of, of about 20 years in working within the system,
0: system with education with children, child development classes, psychology courses. We do our best to try to use that. In Look at the world and see how we can make it better. Right. So, we like telling stories and we tell a lot of stories.
1: A lot of (laughs) stories. We have a lot of stories to tell. So, one of our favorite stories to tell because it's so unique to us is the fact that Peter is from a sperm bank.
0: So, we're a minute and 30 seconds in and we're dropping bombs. Well, which it it makes sense because I actually use this as a.
1: This is like one of the main talking points. When I meet
0: somebody. If I don't have anything interesting to say to them... Hi,
1: I'm Peter, also in front my sperm bank, so...
0: <laughs> I... The reason I do that... I don't do it to everybody. Mm. If I look like it's... If they look like it's going to make them uncomfortable and it was already going to be an awkward situation...
1: You love a good awkward situation. Well, yeah.
0: Like, how's this dude gonna respond when I say... I came from a sperm bank. Cuz how do you respond? Like, that's okay. That's
1: rad. I don't know. <laughs> how do you respond? So for <laughs> whatever
0: reason, my parents weren't able to conceive a child and they <clears throat> sought help and they sought help from a sperm bank. And so that's a sperm bank for those of you who don't know is where an individual with a penis and functioning testicles enters a room, masturbates <laughs> into a cup and then sells the what was produced to some people who then sell it to some other people to make a kid i was one of those kids yes i was one, one of those of kids those
1: kids which so uh, okay it's so exciting. I, I knew about
0: this my whole life it wasn't yes. something that was ever hidden from me that's one thing i'm all very grateful that my parents right, did Right.
1: yeah if
0: they hadn't if they hadn't told me it would have been a very different story i would have been a different <laughs> person i think i would have been very upset had i not been told yeah I was about seven when they told me. I remember there was a movie about Birmingham called Frozen Assets. I think it starred Jim Belushi. Comedy.
1: I honestly have no idea who Jim Belushi is, but I like. I He's from Saturday Night Live. He's you know him. Oh.
0: Like you've seen him. He's on everything. <laughs> um. I think he had a sitcom that always played around. It was on the same channel as Yes, dear. When we would make out in high school, it would come on sometimes after he uh, was a preacher. And one time, I was making out at your house with you.
1: I um, hope <laughs> <laughs> it was with me because <laughs> if you I were have with only there, made <laughs> out <laughs> making I out have with anyone else.
0: Only made out with you at your house at your childhood home.
1: <laughs> good to know. That is very good to know. Okay.
0: Ah, I was going somewhere, let's see, um, making out with you, and- Jim Belushi. And usually, yes, dear would come on, but sometimes we'd make out a little bit later, the syndicated versions, because it's like midnight after the Fox 13 News had gone on. Uh, So sometimes we were there, and one time we were making out, and I hear Jim Belushi talking about I think he played a pastor. No, this was a different show I'm, and a different actor. This is Dan Aykroyd I'm thinking of. All right. But he played a priest or something on this sitcom, and he made a comment about going down to the dump and shooting rats. And in my mind, I'm and I remembered thinking, that's uh, weird. Like, <laughs> you're going to go kill things for fun? Aren't you a priest? And, and I didn't think that that was... A, weird I was an adult then so
1: anyway they told they told you when you saw this movie
0: oh yeah (laughs) no it was before that so it came out and I knew and they told me it was about this in the movie I think he thinks he's getting a job as a big time bank he's gonna manage a bank that's everybody wants to manage a bank
1: managing a bank you know actually no not me I don't want to
0: when I was a kid I thought that was like the richest thing you could be
1: yeah I'm sure
0: movie comes out he thinks he's gonna and he ends up it, he has to run a sperm bank and it's called frozen assets because you know like if you are, have trouble with the IRS they will freeze your assets. They're frozen, frozen assets. Frozen sperms. I was once a frozen asset. Okay. And I knew this and my when whole you life.
1: Die, you will be...
0: See, when I was little they used to <laughs> tease kidding. me a lot because I looked different from them.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And they were half brothers already and we knew that. They yeah. came from that my mother had a previous relationship and never called them half brothers the first time i heard that term i was actually offended that the teacher said it yeah they would they would always tease me telling me that i was adopted that i was switched at the hospital that my real name was supposed to be brutus the barber beefcake and i would cry and it was whatever but one day they were like (coughs) me down and told me and then i used that when my brothers would tease me and say that i was adopted i say no i was chosen (laughs) It came from the sperm bank, and then I came. I was very proud
1: of it. That was that was a good hit.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's. I always thought of my father as my father. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that he wasn't my real dad. He was my real dad. But so with you growing
1: up, knowing your entire life that you had can't come from a sperm bank, is there ever this ever you ever want to seek out? I was where your. Like by a, your your ancestry came from, I guess is that something oh, you were that's... always interested in? Was it not until you were an adult?
0: Absolutely. Um, I guess I, before what, what I jump your... in there, oh, you know who what parents love? Mm. The seven-year-old talking about the movie about frozen sperm at a birthday party.
1: Mm. <laughs> Especially in your time I'm sure that was. <laughs> like
0: it because i got uh, some looks
1: honestly if you even just say anything that's related to sexual oh, something yeah. in utah you're like
0: even if it's just the developmental <laughs> side of things
1: i don't oof. know if we've talked about this have i shared this before i'm sure i've shared this story before
0: talking about wieners now
1: no <laughs> in front of oh I'm i don't know i gonna tell it if i've told it before just listen and enjoy again so <laughs> i was with my two sisters and their daughter, one of their daughter, my niece, who is probably, I think she's at least 10 at this time, more, more than likely she was older, like 12 to 13. And I said the word vagina. Both my sisters look at me like, oh my God, you just said that in front of our niece. Like, And I look at them like, this reaction is stupid, and I say, if she doesn't know what a vagina is, we have bigger problems."
0: <laughs> I remember that. I was upstairs getting ready and I heard this and I came out and looked and I saw your sister's faces. Their eyes were huge. There's one time I was waiting in an airport, waiting to board an airport airplane in mm-hmm. Arkansas, Rock Airport, and I was standing against the wall waiting because I knew it was soon and there were people who needed the seats more than I did. So Great. I was standing there and there's guys also standing next to me waiting and all of the sudden, the loudest fart I've ever heard <laughs> happens, and it, and it did not come from me. People don't believe me because my personality at the time was Gas Man.
1: It was. Like,
0: Jim Carrey wrote me a note, Dumber, Dear Gas Man, how they know I got gas? Gas Man, catch me Excuse out. Me. This fart, this guy rips a fucking Sorry. loud, long, like distinct. If it were modern times, you know, this was 10 years ago, and we had the cell phone technology that we had now, I would have expected that a guy this age, because I think he was in his 50s, and look specifically technically inclined, so that guy nowadays would probably know how to find a fart noise on his phone. I don't think that guy knew how to find a fart noise mm-hmm. on his phone, but it sounded like a perfect fart noise.
1: Oh, so, I mean... Okay, so... Yeah story goes on
0: he we i turn to look at him because somebody rips ass like that next to you you gotta look and see who's got the balls to just fucking let fly and i turn he makes eye contact with me he is so shocked and surprised mm-hmm. and quickly turns around and speed walks away and then i'm left there with this Do fucking think it was fart you a
1: slimy walk
0: I don't know it was quick (laughs) no it sounded dry it was it was a healthy fart
1: okay
0: he turns and speed walks away leaving an entire group of people looking at me (laughs) who's the one left there with the fart
1: did it stink
0: it stunk
1: oh Oh, and it
0: looks like oh this kid cuz I was a kid
1: ripped ass (laughs) and
0: made this guy run away (laughs)
1: You need to run with the stench.
0: And now all these people have to be on an airplane with me.
1: (laughs) That's awful. That's
0: what your sister's eyes look like.
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow. I want to see the time. Oh, (laughs) that's a a
0: good amount of time. (laughs) That was fun, though. Thank you for that journey. Okay, so... uh... So
1: anyway, they were pretty upset that I said vagina.
0: Yeah. Mentioning about Uh, and
1: like, come on! And I think I did tell it because I think I talked about how we'll
0: tell it a few more times. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, that's what we do. We tell our stories over and over again.
0: How they they change over time.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what life is. No,
0: there weren't 17 kids at the birthday party. It's a lot better if it is. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter for the point of the story if there were three kids and two parents. All right. It was a funnier story mm-hmm. if I said it was at a birthday party. <laughs> right. I was seven.
1: <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, oh yeah. So
0: I always knew about it. They told yeah. me. So um,
1: sperm bank. Okay.
0: I okay. You asked about if I was if I knew of if I was like curious just, about where it came so from.
1: So I guess genetics. The question comes into play because I
0: said my dad like, was my real dad.
1: Yeah, and foster training we learned like you know they're always going to want to know where they came from
0: mm-hmm. yeah regardless
1: that's... of what their parents did to them or it's how called they being got culturally,
0: their... sen- culturally sensitive because right. regardless if there's not that blood de- genetic connection there might not be that look so right looking does matter it's not the most important thing but it matters to some people and the way they connect with the people around them it was a little bit... It's just important to... You don't... The distinction between it, my father and I, the height, was constantly brought up. Right. So, of course, I'm I'm supposed to be made to feel that I'm not a part of this. So if you're constantly in a, in a place where people are reminding you and you just don't see uh-huh. it back, that's why representation matters.
1: Yeah, but it, so, I mean, it's yeah. a balance. So you're not like constantly pointing out your it. differences, mm-hmm. right? but
0: you celebrate them.
1: Yeah. You acknowledge it and you embrace beauty. Like that's why you say, I don't see color.
0: That's why saying I don't see color is dumb because color exists and it matters.
1: And it's like, it
0: changes people's lives. Yeah. You have a different life because of the color you are absolutely straight across the board. Life you have right now is because of the color of your your skin. If you've lived absolutely in America and probably most of the world, but I know in America, the same socioeconomic background I came from, had I had a different colored skin, my life would be different.
1: Yeah. Well, even skin tone versus my skin tone.
0: Like when I got arrested, I would have gone yeah. to DT instead of right. home.
1: Right. Exactly. So,
0: okay. So mm-hmm. I wanted in foster care, did you? I did. I, I've talked over that a few times. Have you finished that thought? <laughs> I did. Yes. Okay. So
1: I just, I said, you know, if we just train. Also, we were taught Mm because we were foster parents and I was a trainer for a while. Just make sure that you're acknowledging being culturally sensitive, but you don't want to constantly be like, you're different than us. Yeah. No, we're family. We celebrate each other. Because even
0: though this is not like if with an adoption or in my case, this is my family.
1: Yeah. You didn't know anything other than that. And likely the kids might grow up not knowing any other family Mm than you. But you still acknowledge that they they did have a family
0: it's more it
1: or you know their biology it, it's more about you the, can trace
0: yeah. i can trace the genetics on my mother's side all the way back to sweden
1: yeah
0: that's pretty fucking cool
1: uh-huh.
0: on the other side i don't know because yeah we i wasn't like i know who came to america yeah oh. the other side i that's that's a mystery and so I, I, guess, I like to know the story of myself.
1: So Pete, we can kind of acknowledge, because talking about ancestry and stuff like this. Oh, like,
0: I did an ancestry DNA test. Yeah,
1: that so it kind of leads into you know you telling more stories I want to talk about. Um, but I first want to talk about, we do acknowledge positive things that we got from our religion.
0: I just want to point ancestry, out how good you did at raining me in right there. <laughs>
1: thank you um but ancestry is one of the things that i will always cherish that the church just instilled. genealogy in me, yep just you know fight
0: you know what fought. my mom never went to church but i remember going downtown to the church office building mm-hmm. and going through the microfilms with her do right. my family's genealogy that was so fucking cool
1: that's uh, a yeah, that's it's... a
0: moment i cherish
1: and I feel like...
0: So give your kid... Why are, would you deprive a kid of that?
1: Yeah. Why would you want to? Like, celebrate them and their uniqueness. Like, I, I feel like that's why we're here. Like, each human is so different. Yes, we're all in this together, and we all have so many similarities. <laughs> it, we're so unique it, that you have to celebrate it. Or, like, what are you doing then? you know, I don't understand. I don't yes. understand. it. Like, if so, you, if you want to be loved and have per, like, you can't love yourself without loving everyone, I feel like. And that's what MJ has to say about that.
0: <laughs> I love you. So that is why that is called if you if you seek parenting through alternative means for whatever, which I absolutely encourage and yeah, you should. It's yeah. it should be something that you at least consider at the very least. I think, regardless of your ability to conceive,
1: yeah,
0: the it should at least be entertained because there are a lot of kids who need. I the connection I had with my father was no, yes, whatever. It just like I obviously am two feet taller than this person, so where's this height coming from? Yeah,
1: can I? I that's you know? all I
0: wanted to know. I didn't want to know. Anything about my yeah, biological father except wrong. for where they were from. Yeah. And if I was gonna get some weird disease.
1: Like history, right? Like you just wanna know the history. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so And
0: store like stories. I wanna right. know the stories of the DNA inside my body.
1: Right. So we DNA. Hey, perfect, Peter. Okay. Now you well... can go. Now you can go. Okay. So all through... you did your DNA test and
0: I gotta say, all through high school I was terrified of something. Oh, that's. The and I thought of it all the time.
1: Yeah, especially because you, you, one oh, of the first I, people you dated, right?
0: What? Yeah, like sh- we were asked if we were brother and sister a lot. Um, and like not to go Joe Dirt on the situation, but <laughs> <laughs> I was dating her when that movie came out, and oh watching God, that really. scene, it was like. So I was it's always so, worried slowly, that like, I would have a sister around. That-
1: Yes,
0: <laughs> she was the teenage runaway that I dated in high school.
1: Oh, man, yeah. both of us just tried to fucking save everyone.
0: Really tried. Went on some rides, <laughs> uh, but it was Ooh. fun. I like my life.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm happy. Fun. I'm happy. We are good.
0: <laughs> so I was terrified that I was going to date a sister. As to my knowledge, as of yet, none of the women I dated were my sister, but one person who was my sister matched with me on not a dating app you weird vote <laughs> which story coming up later i think we told it before i don't know your story my, yes i take an ancestry dna kit because my mother gave it to me as a gift and i have a dna match it is a sibling it is a half sibling and uh it's a sister i didn't have a sister it's the my, the first Your time first... having a sister.
1: Yeah. The first and... time Peter said...
0: I think I have a sister.
1: I think I have a sister. And I was like, wait, what? Like, the joy in her voice was just... Oh, it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. And... So
0: she was excited. Uh, she was as excited to meet me as I was to meet her. Because not only was I afraid of dating a sibling really excited to see, like see what other siblings look like like what yeah. would they be yeah because oh.
1: okay so at now at this point you know
0: i have um, a sister
1: you have a sister no I'm so saying, we contact how many how many siblings do you have peter
0: i grew up with two we were pretty small for utah standards yes. family um and now i have where i have a sister so there's there's four i mean three now i have a sister to her i'll just go through the timeline
1: oh you are doing a full-on timeline i was trying to summarize i start talking to her i tried i tried
0: i start (laughs) i start talking to her texting and just so happens when i matched with her she was on her way back to utah from california where she and her brother
1: Let's, let's say found instead of matched can we
0: It makes more sense to say matched because we are a literal match.
1: I I know, it's just weird. I don't know. I'm going to keep using
0: matched because it makes you uncomfortable. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So She is on her way driving back with her sibling who is now, I learn, is my sibling.
1: Right.
0: So there's four siblings that I now have. And they are on their way home from California where they were visiting a fifth sibling of mine. So, 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 so now there are finding, four of us that are donor conceived. That's finding, the term. If you, yes. if you are a product of a artificial insemination from a sperm donor, that is, that means you are a donor conceived child. DC. If you're looking it up, uh, that might help if you, if you are looking for information about stuff. But donor conceived. That's the lingo. There are four of us now that I know of that are donor conceived. We start talking sister and her brother are both siblings. They were raised together, just mm-hmm. happen to have the same donor. It's such an amazing story. And the brother in California, we happened to have a trip lined up to go to California right. because I won a trip to Disneyland on the radio.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And so we decided to go down there and make a little such detour an and meet, dude. meet my sibling. And weird, it was like, because he's just a few months older than me
1: a few months older a few inches taller but like Uh, i okay i had seen pete's other siblings right like
0: we look we have you can tell we're siblings
1: no i don't think so i really don't think so one sibling maybe a little bit but the other sibling i never really saw any mannerisms that were the same or anything Mm -hmm. like that we meet the sibling in california and okay he's surfer dude talk but it's like (laughs) his big brother of Pete. Like it's, it's the same mannerisms. They went out into the ocean together and they were just talking and vibing. And I couldn't tell who was who. Oh, that's
0: right. We had the same haircut.
1: Yeah. And I like was (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) Uh,
0: You know, as an English teacher, I'm really glad no student ever asked me that. Yeah. I
1: I never know.
0: It's whom if you're discussing the subject of the sentence.
1: I would never remember even what that means. I believe. So.
0: <clears throat> if I'm wrong, let me know.
1: That's a cool. That's a cool. Let's sit like that. It's
0: the it's the Captain Kirk. It's the Captain Kirk. Kirking it up.
1: I'm gonna. Kirkland brand. Because these are a bit see through because I've been wearing these spandex <clears throat> for almost 20 years now. I was mm-hmm. just realizing these are <gasps> my volleyball spandex from high school.
0: Ooh. So I have seen Gross. you wear those for. Thirty years now. Years.
1: Forty years. Yeah, I am forty years old.
0: No, just since forty years since high school. (laughs) Oh my
1: god. Okay.
0: Okay, so we so many like things. He's like just a slightly bigger
1: brother. Yeah, and he was just so genuinely kind to us, Mm -hmm. kind to our children. Like,
0: have a similar look. We all of us have a similar look. Um, None of them are, none of them have the curly hair. So I guess that, that's, yeah,
1: that was from your mom's side. We, I already knew that. We already knew
0: that. So, uh, the funniest part was doing the research and finding what my biological father looked like. I was like, holy shit, that looks like an old me with, with straight hair.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Which also my sister looked like a short me with straight hair, a short girl me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Uh, the similarities are so much. Honestly,
0: she's become like one of my best friends. So that's really, it's cool. The rest of them, I don't have as close a connection with. The California brother, I have a little bit of connection Mm -hmm. with. And then there are, I believe, three Three, others.
1: Three other sisters, right?
0: Yes. One of them I sometimes connect with. The other two never. Um, And then I learned that Donor had, I think, two or three children of his own. Uh, right. But, so you, but you I don't consider it
1: me way Because
0: we also don't know How many times this guy donated There was a story that went Before I found out There
1: was supposed to be a limit But it was yeah. like
0: There was a story yeah. of a guy who donated <clears throat> in the 80s
1: yeah, In the like, area Who oh had
0: hundreds Yeah. And I saw this dude And I was terrified mm-hmm. Please do not let that be my genetics
1: Aww yeah.
0: He, well, he ended up being a cardio surgeon, so I lucked out, I guess, with that. I don't know what that... I
1: don't know what that means. Yeah. I
0: got... I got doctor DNA, Yes. Sure. Just boost that into me. Yeah. Let's... See. You know, when... When you're capitalizing words in a title, you don't have to prepositionize those capitals.
1: Like this... This
0: dog. Yeah, this dog who just... Thinks that she can be human and open doors because PBS fucking put dogs in a suit.
1: Well, not just suits. I feel like they were in other clothing as well. Like, I feel like there was one that, a, a dress with an apron vacuuming or something, you know, like. <laughs> I pictured it. I knew which gloves. one you're
0: talking about. So, oh, I love Weimariners in human clothes doing stuff. Um. So... Donor conceived. Uh, I was some some sperm in a thing, and became so a me.
1: Sperms a thing. So uh, if you yeah. need it,
0: do it. But also yeah. do foster care first. They need it more. Like mm-hmm.
1: and like be supportive of bio families. Like I'm gonna advocate for my bio families like crazy now because mm-hmm. since I've worked with them, they just need they need the love and support too.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, just remember that you're the. It's for the best interests of the kid. Yeah, and. Well, the What is best for the parents is what's best for the you kids. You
1: know, I mean, there's a Whether reason Whether that means they're
0: together or not.
1: Yeah, there's a reason there's the saying, it, it, it takes a it would be village, better right? to be
0: together most of Our
1: places. community needs... So let's help all, them.
0: I don't know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like all communities, they need to come together and help support. There's a reason. There's a lot of people out there who don't have family support and they're single and doing it alone. And then, you know, what if they get sick? just one time. They can't even miss one day of pay. But right, then it throws everything
0: to... out of line like yeah. on that episode of Flight of the concords where Brett happens to buy another cup so they don't have to share yeah. a coffee cup oh, and man. because he buys that coffee cup for $2, they get their power shut off and they're about to be evicted because Brett bought a cup.
1: And honestly, and how many times it. have we been there?
0: Oh, because one little thing. Oh, we one forgot thing. we forgot to budget in that one streaming service that needed to right, come in. Right. So Oh, oh. and then Oh a cup oh, and then it didn't go through, so you're gonna charge me more? Ah, capitalism at its finest.
1: Okay. We got off track. Okay.
0: There, so but uh, so helping people fertility issues were near and dear to our heart. Yeah. And
1: and then I had my siblings all struggle fertility mm-hmm. issues, and it, it it was difficult to see because me and you were, you know, popping babies out, <laughs> and we it, really were. And you know, to know that I was able to get pregnant that quickly when we weren't trying, when I was on birth control,
0: it adds a level of guilt.
1: Yeah there and, uh,
0: there were people, a guy that I worked with, they I didn't want to tell you because uh, I was, yeah. I did, and he said, no, that's fucking bullshit. So. Remember, people are going to be happy for you, but to be, but for real, yeah, it, it it is a level hard. of,
1: and so that's why we need to discuss I, it more. Yeah. Especially when I was close with, she's my person, you know, she's the one person mm-hmm. who has consistently loved me my entire life. Like so since I, you know.
0: You wanted to be, like yeah, you feel it.
1: Yeah. Like for her, you know, when she bleeds, I bleed. That's, that's the bond I have with her, regardless how far away we are or whatever. She's my person. I got off track because I miss her so much.
0: <laughs> okay, so, uh, but so we've always wanted to make sure that if yeah, if anyway, people want to have was a family, people should yeah. have be able to create the family that they want.
1: Yeah. So I wanted to be I, because I empathized, and I wanted to be able to. I was like, you know what? What? And it was. Beneficial to our family as well, yeah. uh, because <laughs> you know. we
0: were a very young family with a lot of kids, yeah. and uh, um, we we so learned about don- egg donation. To,
1: yeah, I decided to donate my eggs, and it's a very very difficult process. You,
0: can you give a rundown of what donating your eggs is?
1: Basically, the they they take the egg to is, um, basically fertilize with with. A sperm then they're not going to they're gonna co- go to someone else for eggs or you know in your case dad couldn't or male couldn't have okay healthy sperm to fertilize the eggs
0: so it's so it is a much more expensive process to
1: it's much more invasive so let me tell you the process so first of all you have to sync up basically with the, the woman that's going to be implanted with the embryo should we give
0: a rundown of how sperm is donated i think to, for contrast come coming to a a masturbate
1: cup. okay now <laughs> this is a process for egg donation <laughs> um, so first of all that you have to get on birth control hormones to sync up with the female so that she's in the perfect time to take the embryo or the fertilized eggs right
0: so, so you're syncing up with the future mother
1: right so that takes i i believe that was about two months to get synced up
0: so this is for what's the term called control. in vitro is that in,
1: well it can be for either i believe so i think so, in vitro ivf in vitro so this
0: is in vitro plus something else
1: you know, I will have to look. at Egg
0: implantation, terms. probably.
1: Egg implantation, I'm sure. That's my layman's um,
0: term of it. That's if I were naming things, that's what I would that's call what it.
1: You would call it, but I would so, also
0: Latin it up, maybe, because I wanted to sound pretentious. Like, that's that's the only reason. Also, mm-hmm. to make it universal. But
1: the syncing up was a process. I, I hate hormone birth control. You anyway. were on
0: a lot of hormone birth control. It was it took a lot.
1: Yeah, it was hell. And the emotions that you go through while you're on that and then the bloating and everything. So that was the process. Then you had to start doing injections. Oh, fertilization
0: treatments to make sure that you are as fertile as possible have as many eggs as possible when they go into don't to to
1: to retrieve the eggs you want to have I mean, they want to see like, I'm talking like, big huge eggs like when you saw them on the ultrasound i was like oh my god that's inside me like but they were they wanted to see like 20 to 30 eggs in each
0: uh-huh.
1: um side so or this in each tube so
0: so i remember having to give you injections and that was one of the most terrifying things that i had ever done up to that point in my well, life you
1: had to give me the big the big injection well like,
0: and i had to do it in some public bathroom because we were at that Mm -hmm. seminar that week-long seminar for parenting classes that we were had to go to every night and it had to be done at the exact same time and that class couldn't move so
1: yeah so we we figured it out how to make it work because you like it's precise they they like mm-hmm. and they like draw on you specifically where it has to go in anyway so i believe it was oh. another month to do. months you almost looked treatment. pregnant at yeah. this
0: point you because it, it
1: was so swollen your ovaries and were so swollen and you just oh get man. bruises everywhere because you're constantly injecting yourself like in the fatty tissue right so mm. it's just everywhere is bruise. And then you're so swollen.
0: So it is a very difficult process. When you hear about the <laughs> the amount of money that a young women get for donating their eggs,
1: it hurts. It is y'all. not without
0: <laughs> substantial, substantial I'm physical like cost.
1: Aching with it. So after you do that, you do the retrieval injection, right? That kind of makes it able for them to go in and retrieve the eggs. They retrieve so many I, this is you then, go. you
0: have to go under it's a general anesthetic yes i
1: i go under but it's uh outpatient so it's not outpatient overnight. general anesthetic yeah um they retrieve them and then they send me on my way and recovery i feel like recovery was probably shorter for me because i was always like i remember after our first i it was maybe two to three days after i gave birth and we're like Fuck it, let's go celebrate and go to Chili's and um, Chili's. Mind you, this is like we are eighteen-year-old parents.
0: Actually, eighteen. It was Applebee's.
1: Uh, yes, that's true. It was Applebee's. So we
0: loved Applebee's. They had was, the best steak in the world. We. Thought. I
1: take it back. I was exaggerating. I was twenty years old. Peter was twenty-two. Still, children celebrating at Applebee's their baby and someone walks past me and they're like oh how old's your baby and i was like three days or something and they're like why are you standing up <laughs> and like, but i recovery time was more shorter for me i didn't and, feel and it's a lot different of, for yeah. every woman or yeah. every mother oh i'm not saying i'm like superwoman or anything it just seemed to be fine so i was like okay i'm fine you know <laughs> and i didn't think twice about it i guess maybe i should have. i don't know i seem to be fine now so moving on so i did that once And then about a year and a half, two years later, I think, I got a call to do it again.
0: Because they were requested.
1: Yes. So typically when you're requested again, it means that it was successful the first time. And that they would like a sibling. They can't tell you that, obviously. They don't tell you that. But it's like, unless DNA.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Of course I want to do it again. Like, I want to help as many people as I can. That That's who I am. Honestly, like, that's one thing people know about me. It's that I'm going to fucking do whatever I can to help out. Always have been that way. Mm-hmm. So it's how I feel good. I'm working on it, though. I'm going to just love myself. Anyway, the process is hell totally worth it though if you're able to do it like
0: make sure you plan for the taxes though when the money they give you
1: oh yeah they didn't you... tell
0: us about that and then we had i sure they did we had to we pay it back children. later it sucked
1: we were, i'm sure they told us and they we we were children and we we're just like mm, taxes you know <laughs> oh, <laughs> who death <laughs> death and taxes you know like who cares um we were just trying to survive back then but man i'm i'm telling you like if if you're not interested in having children it, and you like you feel like you're you could take that on donate your eggs or it if you're not somebody. ready to have kids freeze your eggs and have you know like there's so many options out there for children obviously we are always going to advocate for help our, those kids that are in the uh, system are already, already.
0: they need somewhere so to many, go
1: so many um you don't have but... to be the
0: perfect parent to, to be, be a, a you don't have to be perfect to be a be perfect, perfect parent. parent that's uh I, that's my favorite line for, it was on the utah foster care foundation mm. commercial yeah. they used to play those radio ads they'd have some like fancy person talking about their fancy foods oh i got some brie and a couple bits of asparagus and the kid won't touch it and right like, and then the, mm. the voiceover guy comes on and he's like you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent because the point was that this lady cared yeah and that's all that, most kids need
1: yeah one of my favorite um ted talks i think it's a ted talk whatever it's on youtube but it's about a kid who was in foster care he's not a kid anymore he's an adult and he's talking about his experience and then he talks about how it just takes one positive adult just one positive adult in a child's life to make a difference from him being a statistic to being the successful person he is today
0: need to be seen. He
1: he just needed one positive, and it, he had, so <clears throat> he had been tossed around in the foster care system for probably up until the age of 16, right? Mm-hmm. Probably entered at the age of five or something like that. And then um, at the age of 16, he finally finds a home and he tries and he pushes this family away and he's trying and trying. And then it's like, on his 17th and a half birthday he really messes up and the foster dad picks him up from jail and says listen you can keep trying to push me away but i'm not going anywhere the point of that is he had six months left right until he was out of the system and you know just who knows i mean we know the statistics out there
0: at Um, that point it would be very easy for a foster parent to just to just
1: leave him in jail why not
0: a couple months he's gonna be there anyway yeah that's that that
1: you know this foster dad pulled through and just keep trying but i'm here you know and that's all it takes is just that one positive person in a child's life to make a difference um, to
0: stop trying to stop trying to force them to be something else yeah. and just see who they are and Except see what's fully. awesome about it mm-hmm. something's awesome about everybody Find
1: out. Remember how I talked about that earlier? We're all unique. Like we're so beautiful. Like just accept and love.
0: So you might got a couple egg babies out there, huh?
1: Yeah, some maybe. You might got. I might got. It was fun telling the kids about that. I I realized I hadn't really talked to them, and I was like, oh yeah, you might have some half siblings out there, um, potentially, I guess. Anyway, DNA is fun.
0: That's coming up on age where they might be old enough to do their own dna tests
1: no not quite it was in between uh, our second and last, i mean so. still well yeah i guess they can start asking their parents um i had a sister who placed, 10 years isn't that far <laughs> who placed a baby for adoption and mm. they showed up on my dna and i was like who is this person <laughs> and then i was like oh yeah <laughs> um That's... so it i mean it's really fun i guess There's some conspiracies out there about DNA, but I if if they want it, they already have it.
0: Yeah, that was my way of thinking. Especially with me, they
1: yeah, which sucks. I came
0: from them; they had it.
1: But I'm at least gonna have some fun with it. I I wonder
0: how many gene patents I have i'm gonna wonder how many <laughs> yeah. how many gene patents they made out of us frozen sperm babies
1: yeah that's crazy i that's i that's mean, dumb if they we didn't know that they there's some weird shit that goes down yeah like i have heard of some weird medical shit
0: because they yeah. map out all these and they learn from it because yeah. they have the and then yeah. they can make the medicine for it and sell it to these people for whatever they want because nobody else has access to it and that is medicine for profit
1: but not just that but there's life the shit they do with afterlife stuff is
0: oh uploading your your um if you upload all of your thoughts and your being like on that san junipero episode of black mirror Uh, the only positive episode
1: um one of our kids about that i was i was like listen black mirror is terrifying (laughs) But it's a really positive. good show. It's oh, it's genius. I don't like it. I yeah, I can't. I was like there's only one show you can go back and rewatch of Black Mirror. And I was I couldn't remember the episode, but I was telling them about it And
0: Black so I Mirror. It. it is perfectly well made. The actors are always amazing. Mm-hmm. My problem with it is it's too real. It, no, not even that. Oh. I appreciate that. My problem with it is the ladish's view of the world so like Mm -hmm. it's like a luddite somebody who is in opposition to tech new technologies and things like that it seems like everything they say is like look how terrible technology is which i know that it's also hey let's shine a lot on these bad things
1: a warning to what you know but
0: i guess it's a level of cynicism that i don't want okay yeah that makes sense right Absolutely. I and mean, and I, that's why I, I don't like it. I just
1: never want to rewatch those shows. Objectively,
0: are... it is a very good show. Mm. For me, I just don't like it.
1: Cool. Well, I mean, mm. this kind of leads into entertainment. Pete, yeah. So right? let's
0: take a break. So we get a new segment. And uh, yeah. we will come back. Uh, this is going to be a spoilery part.
1: Spoiler alert. Yay. Saga. Saga. Okay. Did anyone read it? I read it. Did you
0: read it, Pete? I read it. So I was, I had already finished the full first volume Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a long time ago, years ago. So I had Mm -hmm. jumped to the second volume, but I decided to go back so that I, because I, things were foggy. I had rushed through it the first time I read it. So I actually read the first chapter with you last night. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, I was there. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was there for that. So, in and out. No, I went in and out of Saga. Is what
0: it is. Such a good story. It starts off. So,
1: okay. The my first, first. Yeah. The first dialogue is: Am I shitting?
0: <laughs> Am I shitting? I feel like I'm shitting because somebody's giving birth, and
1: <laughs> it's beautiful.
0: I love it because. Okay, I love. You know oh, what? Yeah. You know what happens most of the time during birth? Poop.
1: Shitting. I hated it sci-fi hated it
0: like i could not w- that's true you, i like as soon as you saw a spaceship you you i was like
1: okay bye and you had told me about this book for wait I don't wait know wait was
0: book. that lightning or was that lightning coming out of his fingertips or was that a laser yeah if it's a laser i'm out uh,
1: lightning oh all lightning I mean, or I, laser lightning uh, or mean, laser like, spectrum <laughs> like
0: <laughs> which I is was, weird that you don't like star wars because it covers both
1: well I, I mean you I, like the new star Wars. i love ray i think i just love female that <laughs> characters
0: that's true <laughs> you and our daughter have that in common yeah um
1: yeah, i guess it's just nice to to see someone different on screen than a woman running in heels or some shit like yeah and she was just that?
0: tough lady yeah okay but we're talking about saga <laughs>
1: sorry saga is so beautiful um I was saying something about, it. oh, the reason I feel like everyone will like it is because I hated sci-fi so much. And the second I I read probably maybe two to three pages and I was like, I'm going to fall in love. This is my favorite book ever. I've read the three things, mm-hmm. I think, maybe in a month. Oh, the I,
0: three full volumes. Yeah,
1: I devoured it. And that's why I need it. I want to reread it because I'm sure I miss things, but everything about it just speaks to me The it it's from the perspective of their daughter and it's
0: all right. Let me, you're hinting at things. Let me give an overview.
1: Okay. You're good at overview. Okay. I um, love a good overview.
0: So starts off, we're introduced to a couple there. She, the, the mother is giving birth to a or the wife is giving birth to a child, and the husband is there being helpful, and we have a voiceover of their child. Right. Explaining the situation. It's By voiceover, so I mean just like words. text written on the yeah. wall. The art is gorgeous. The character design is amazing. Sorry. I'm not sure, but they are, they like work together. They it's usually work together, yeah. Like, it's not Brian K. Vaughan's book, it's their book. So Fiona Staples. So I should actually...
1: Yeah, we need to see who the artist is because their work is amazing.
0: So, they are giving birth in a empty garage mm-hmm. and we learn that they're on the run and it's quickly starts building the world. The world is like that. The character right. design though, I need to talk about. It's cool. We quickly know that it's not that the world is not of our own because no. The male character, right. the male protagonist in, that horns. we see has horns and picture he's... Ram
1: horns right
0: yes and, and he's offering to do a magic spell to help heal her because apparently through the he labor can do pain. magic
1: yes through the labor pain which is so cool like Alana why did you not take that girl like <laughs> I would be like Pete then magic me up bro then like
0: we see Marco who's the father
1: marco's father bite
0: the umbilical cord and we learn another incredible fact that may that drag that makes attention. you love
1: marco like i immediately am marco's my like i am i'm am attached to marco right like he is
0: because she asked him why don't you use the your sword we because my initial thought was oh he's a magic person that must be something magical mm-hmm. that he has to do no he has a sword that he could have used but he chose not to because
1: i thought it was maybe something like traditional or mm-hmm. like yeah
0: no but he had just made a vow that he would never use a he would never cut bleed, anybody
1: make anyone bleed right
0: yeah with a sword or some
1: something like that anyway
0: and so it tells me right off the bat okay this is a pacifist story but these are warriors oh hell yeah both of them are warriors He's a warrior who can heal people and has a sword, but he's got a sword, but he's made a, and he's made a pact not to hurt anybody with it.
1: Can I, can I just say real quick?
0: Oh, Alana has wings and she's sexy. Alana
1: is fucking sexy. Marco is fucking sexy. Like I need to do cosplay.
0: Knock on the garage door. Baron Robot the 34th. (laughs) So Baron Robot, the 34th, gives us another glimpse into the world of Saga.
1: Uh, another species.
0: Another species. And another race, another, oh, from another man. planet. New political dynamics because this race are known as the Blue Buds. They are royalty. And royalty. they have TVs for heads.
1: TVs for heads, y'all.
0: TVs for heads, and it's not stupid. And that did not take this lady who hates sci-fi out of the story.
1: So you're gonna love it.
0: So then we continue on some world building. Uh, there are two planets, or there's a giant planet, the most, the biggest planet in the galaxy. It's known as Landfall. This is where the most powerful race in the universe lives, and that is the race that Alana belongs to. And yes, she, the winged people, the winged people. So she. Is she was one of their warriors, and so
1: the winged people answer answer to the royalty of.
0: I think, okay, or that's... they're separate completely, and they just do business And
1: allies. Okay,
0: I know that they do business okay. together. So
1: business, not necessarily landfall.
0: Necessarily. This giant planet is it's... has one moon or one satellite, right, and it's known as what's the planet or what's the moon called
1: the moon is re wreath Wreath. yes
0: yes landfall and wreath because it makes a wreath around it so
1: hazel is
0: so the people on wreath the moon of this planet are the horned people they're magical and there has been a terrible war going on between the two of them for
1: as long thousands of years yeah
0: but Neither it's been at a stalemate because neither one could de- completely destroy the other because if you they destroy, destroy the, satellite, or the satellite, that's going to destroy your planet.
1: Right.
0: If you destroy a moon, you destroy the planet, and or you if mess you it up.
1: Destroy a planet, you're going to destroy the satellite.
0: So they take their fight throughout the galaxy.
1: Throughout the entire universe.
0: And right? pay, they pay freelancers and but they pay mercenaries and the Blue Bloods to fight their wars for them. And
1: everyone has to choose a side.
0: So there's a lot of political stuff going on. And most of the people who live on the moon and the landfall have nothing to do with the fight. They just no let everybody else do and it. Us. And the war rages on forever and ever and, and so, ever. So Marco was well, captured. He well, was so, captured in battle.
1: Yeah. Marco Alana's posted on Cleve.
0: Oh, we don't know this yet. What? Oh, yes we. Yes, she, yes, so we did. know so she they so these two people were on they were war at war together. at war with each other and we know that they fell in love, became got married, had a baby and now they are on the run. And right. because, because neither of these races want Anybody to know that this can happen? Right. That these two people, types of people, can come together and love each so other because there's a line that gets dropped. Out
1: to get them, right? It
0: doesn't fall. They betrayed the narrative. Oh, they did. They they betrayed the narrative.
1: Man, there's.
0: They didn't betray. <sighs> they didn't betray their species or the their... words
1: are just so beautiful. Genuflex. I've been using it like crazy. Like... I love it oh my god I love that uh, the word. genie uses it yeah
0: show some respect better genuflect respect. uh so somebody w- say the line where they use it so somebody somebody oh, meets prince weed... robot the fourth right uh, we meet prince robot the fourth who is the robot character that we actually care about he is now tasked with hunting down alana, v- and... alana marco and this atrocity of a child that they've created right so he is a he wants to go home and start a family but now he's being told that he has to go hunt them down until he kills them and or he cannot come home so what how what does the guy say when he walks up to tell prince robot the fourth i jumped ahead
1: yeah you went and i was like i forgot what they asked me what's the line so so knocks on the door I can't even remember it now he's just like prince robots in you bed. Expect me to genuflect
0: yeah yes <laughs> what, okay am i
1: supposed to genuflect or something i'm not sure how to address royals or whatever
0: it's like not that he actually doesn't know he's not genuinely interested in this yeah, answer he's, texting he's being a the dick
1: whole time like he doesn't give a shit that this man is royalty he and prince robot is like Dude. You know I was off fighting in for two years and like show some respect and this guy's like, I don't fucking care, dude. Hey,
0: surviving isn't winning.
1: Yeah, just like here's your task. Go king do it. send me to tell you this. Like, I don't fucking care. Basically, you're annoying.
0: <laughs> I like that when we first meet Prince Robot the Fourth, he's banging his wife doggy style.
1: Yeah, deeper. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: With their T V heads
1: and yeah what i love is when they're having like the images cross through their mind it it flashes on their tv screen if
0: some interesting memory or feeling or emotion
1: it's really cool how they portray that it's i love it
0: so cut to the wreath people There's a prophecy. They know that this child was born and they need to protect it. They want the parents gone. They want to kill. They need them gone. So they hire a freelancer and we meet. Oh, I just see a lady with with a head, with a horn on her head. And I think prophecy. But
1: lying cat calls her out on that.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's why I thought prophecy. Okay. So we meet the two of our next most awesome characters
1: right. the, the will and lying cat.
0: lying cat is my favorite because all lying cat is a sphinx cat well a lion-sized sphinx cat yes who only says the word lying but only when somebody says a lie
1: right
0: it's and it's not he's not an animal he is a he's a she. It, or she okay i yeah. wasn't aware uh but it's not an animal, or she's not an animal. She's a being. Their race just is yeah. lion cats. Yeah. And we, Such a cool they're being tasked species, to yeah. hunt down and bring Hazel back and protect her. The baby her. back, yes. The baby who. But
1: they want Marco and Alana killed. Yes. Um, Me. And what I love about the Will, when you first meet the Will, is, um he has to kill this giant giant oh. dog thing that's attacking him with fire So
0: freelancers are like um bounty like hunters. assassins or bounty hunters yeah. yeah they're bounty hunters that's the word so and they hi- get hired to go do random jobs throughout the galaxy they can do whatever they want and people pay them a lot right so so it, the will
1: the will is
0: he shows up to the job site and asks for the person that he's supposed to ask for to get his next job.
1: And the, the fire-breathing dog, giant dinosaur thing. <laughs> um, the attacks. Will, uh, yeah, attacks, and the Will's like, well, crap, I have to kill this thing, and kills it, right? And then realizes that that was just an audition for this woman, to hire him as and he's pissed off that he had to kill this beautiful species or beautiful animal being, creature um because it's
0: like for you... an
1: audition you bitch like yeah and charges at her like immediately And the I like this dude like that's that was all right I'm in
0: so he's getting paid a lot to retrieve this baby they tell him uh that well they they tell him you need to get these people well they could be anywhere in the entire galaxy by now yeah that's why we're giving you this white card to which you is like a universal dinner, black yeah. card he can spend whatever he needs to in pursuit of these in pursuit of this child until the job is done right. so he says well that's not exactly an invitation to get the job done quick mm-hmm. well you're not the only one going after them mm-hmm. so they've offered it to other people and now we know Tons of people are going after Hazel and right. Marco so and Alana.
1: Hazel doesn't have a great start.
0: <laughs> no. Coming into the world. Uh, th- what's the line that she says? From the moment I was born, m- uh, men were chasing after me, or something. Um.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and it's beautiful. A lot of
1: them would hurt me, but.
0: Oh no! From the moment I was born, men were trying to hurt me.
1: Yeah. But only one Oof. would break my heart.
0: Only one would break my heart. What? A- Good fucking story. So then the person so Alana and um, Marco are betrayed by the person who set them up in the thing they have to run away. And right before they leave, get away. They're the person who betrayed them gives them a map. And they're on their way to the rocket ship forest. And when they get to a certain point, uh,
1: they feel a little defeated
0: and that's kind of where we end our our first chapter i think the biggest thing to me that sticks out is the relationship between the two that's what i loved back the first and time
1: forth. their dialogue is
0: these two human beings that i or not human beings these two living creatures that i'm reading in this <laughs> comic book yeah. who do not exist they love each other
1: mm-hmm.
0: What they are showing in and this book—that is love, yeah. that is passion, and it is real. Mm-hmm. It's not this fake; like it's nothing fake about it. It is absolutely real.
1: That, yeah, I guess that's why it draws you in—is because it mm-hmm. it doesn't hide anything. It's not, you know, being filtered. It's just
0: nobody's perfect, yeah, and no, it no time and it tells in
1: all of their you'll see as we go on it it tells their stories and how their imperfections they have so and many characters with so many it. flaws yeah it, but it's i mean it's beautiful it's kind of what a jaded world is about right as well like yeah we all have these imperfections and we fuck up and we do shitty things but and shitty things happen to us but we're healing and we're getting through it and we're our stories are beautiful you know share them we want to hear them
0: yeah so uh next week we'll read chapter two of saga and i think in chapter two we get sextillion i hope fingers crossed
1: i i know we get one of my favorite characters in chapter two
0: awesome um
1: i hope everyone's reading it it's so much fun
0: so what have we been watching
1: um, you know, I've been stuck on a Kaminsky Method. It's like depressing but fun. Um, I haven't really watched much else.
0: Hey, how the fuck it did watching the episode of the Kaminsky Method where he gets heart news coincide with the fucking same day I got heart news?
1: You know, I don't know, Peter, but that was that was <laughs> hard. Was.
0: Uh, so yeah, Kaminsky Method, good. Um, I saw a. I don't think i'm gonna like the next season it's...
1: i don't think i am either i already saw the opening thing and you
0: it... did too I, was, I wasn't gonna say Ugh, oh. it hurt my
1: chest a little bit
0: i i haven't looked that up bit. is that person alive in real life
1: i have no idea i have not looked it up I hope because so. he's i didn't such want a joy to know because we found this screen yeah you know? he's so much fun he's not a joy he is absolutely not oh, a joy. He's, terrible, <laughs> he's so much fun <laughs> but it's fun but if that person was in real life we would be like i fucking hate this dude
0: <laughs> i love shakespeare
1: you do love shakespeare we watched macbeth
0: the tragedy of macbeth starring denzel washington and denzel washington does what denzel washington does which is be awesome
1: good. pretty damn good i will say it wasn't for me like but i acknowledge genius
0: oh yeah there were f- like i have read the book i i'm not Okay, I love Shakespeare. I'm yeah. not a Shakespearean scholar. Right. I like it. I can understand most of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. There
0: were a few times that i didn't have to rewind to, but a the... A <laughs> Well, that's me with any movie.
1: No, I know. But... That's why I, was, I made the joke. Not because you.
0: <laughs> yeah, my family hates watching movies. <laughs> so. Um... Oh, there's
1: just this stupid-ass airplane
0: the scene with the witches
1: oh my the god the scenes yeah. with
0: the witches in macbeth
1: i okay that witch is like give her all of the awards
0: yes that was
1: the i mean the opening so
0: unsettling she,
1: the, like, contortion is like
0: the prophecy that we get oh, about macbeth man. oh oh yeah also i love how the entire movie it's just macbeth thinking through his decision and then shit goes crazy and just unravels after it and he's everything oh it's so beautiful i love there's a reason those stories like really good i love colorblind casting like that yeah like why not back then they had fucking men playing the parts of women yeah why not
1: yeah why unless it's like pertinent to the story i guess
0: exactly exactly yeah be culturally sensitive but nobody was offended or nobody was hurt by <laughs> yeah. and there's plenty of white parts out there so because, if you listen... didn't get the lead in Macbeth, i'm sorry i'm sure denzel no i'm not fuck off denzel deserved it also Whatever. um lady Macbeth. what was her name who plays her
1: oh i don't know she's really good though
0: you know i, I bet we would be able to remember things more if we didn't smoke, smoke pot so while much. we recorded
1: that's fine
0: that's oh well sad. Uh anything else that we've been watching you
1: watch stuff but you've oh, been watching boba or something
0: yeah i watched the first episode of book of boba i love it there's a scene in parks and Rec where Patton oswald is doing a filibuster in
1: oh, yeah, their town okay. hall and yeah. he just
0: starts talking about what he wants to happen at in the next star wars movie
1: <gasps> it does that all happen
0: it, well the opening scene he he described it perfectly we see the, cut to the sarlacc pit empty blah 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 and it's Patton oswald going crazy explaining star wars and we see through the sand the gauntlet of boba fett and he climbs up and <laughs> so that happens at the beginning of boba fett and it's fucking gorgeous That's watching fun. it all happen it's i'm excited to see where it goes um and we finished something we finished the
1: congratulations us yay we haven't done that in a good
0: minute uh finished uh only murders in the building only murders in the building starring steve martin and selena gomez Gomez. uh i've seen selena gomez in concert not a fan yeah i don't really she Uh. is she's great uh steve martin (laughs) Is fucking hilarious, he's and really good. he's one of the funniest people who's ever lived. Okay. Also, Martin Short, and Martin those two Short together
1: has always been like one of my. I I love Clifford. Come on now, who loves that movie? And I, you, Clinton, and I, you. Um, it was a fun ending.
0: It was a really fun ending. Um, there were a couple spots in throughout the middle of the series it that got a little. We mm. stopped watching it for a while because there were a couple boring scenes we didn't need the episode with sting
1: yeah
0: i didn't need that i
1: but But i really liked once tie-dye
0: shirt guy showed up
1: yeah it got it got it got a
0: lot better and the there were a couple twists that you didn't expect
1: yeah that was a lot of fun although i really enjoyed it i gotta
0: say the idea of the idea of true crime seems gross
1: yeah we're not like why
0: are you making money off of people
1: murders that's getting murdered
0: Like, not
1: to to hate on every podcast out there.
0: It if I ever get murdered, I would rather my murder get go unsolved than have somebody make money off of it. Unless you're the one making money off of it, or our kids. That's the so kind of gross. Yeah, and
1: anyway, maybe
0: think about that. Did some did an actual human die for your entertainment? And does it have pertinent historical value for you to? Know about this specific murder that happened and terrible things yeah. that occurred around a human being's end of life. So let's end on that high note.
1: Ah. <laughs> you know how to end a podcast, Pete.
0: Though the point may be mute, like a 12 year old boy with his dreams I and know. his throat ripped out by wolves. King Missile. Ah, uh, mm hmm. I'm always inclined to end on a happy note. That's the opening Like oh. a 12-year-old boy who's end on... Who's like, got
1: it, got it. Okay, you caught me up. Still don't know that song, though.
0: Bye, everybody. Love you. Love you. Bye. Oh, like, comment, subscribe, follow us on pertinent things. <laughs> How's that sound?
1: Uh, <sighs> okay, I bet it sounds really good. That was a good sound I just made. (laughs) Let
0: the record indicate (coughs) that I gave a blank stare. This is the real sound check now. This is where we're going to just...
1: Sound check, forward and back. Find out what
0: happens when eight people stop... uh, What's the the line for the real world? Stop
1: living and start getting real i love that on uh happy
0: endings when they did the real world episode that's how they is all that met. Why it's that's in the... your mind yeah that's their uh well happy I...
1: endings is such a great show i'm sad that i watched it a season. lot I'm...
0: i hate it what i hate watching? watched yeah. i hate watched real world
1: because
0: mm. it was a reality show but i hated it but there were always yeah. cute people on it and
1: they were not cute that is a lie
0: tech was cute
1: that is, that is something that they created to make you think that they were cute. But if you go back and look at those people, you're going to be like...
0: I learned the term <clears throat> lipstick lesbian from the real world. There's a hot blonde lady who What's, was... I don't it, know what that means. So back in the 90s, it was the stereotype as if you were a lesbian, you wore comfortable shoes and didn't care how you looked. And you weren't pretty. Uh-huh. So if a woman was a lesbian and did her makeup and was traditionally attractive. They called her a lipstick lesbian in the 90s. It's kind of a shitty term. Mm. But I learned that from the real world.
1: Yeah, I guess we better start getting real.
0: Am I recording?
1: I don't know. Are you? You are? I think so. Oh, I did not know that.
0: I can edit things out if I need to. That's the beauty of science.
1: Yeah, science is pretty beauty.
0: I had a science teacher once, so I know a lot about it.
1: Oh, I've had like one or two of those as well. Mm. It taught me some things. Yeah? Mm.
0: I guess you had some in college level. I just just. I just had junior high and high school.
1: Oh, I mean, I had a ton. In... I'm my bachelor's of science. I have a You're a science nice. test? I'm, I am something of a Actually, I am. Yeah, psychology.
0: Well, those lights are all movie. Over there, oh, I wonder why.
1: The kids playing ball. <laughs> with the lights.
0: <laughs> Sounds nice. One of the most satisfying things I ever did was when I was hanging out with some bad kids when I was little. Like, Tess's age they uh we went behind the Fred Meyer there was a like a an entire like fucking dumpster full of those long fluorescent light bulbs and one of the bad kids that we were with picked one up and he said check this out and then he tossed it like a javelin Uh and if you throw it so that it lands flat it makes this perfect, really satisfying pop noise. So we, we javelined a whole fuckload of those that day. <laughs> it's like, poof. It's
1: hmm. a good memory.
0: Yeah, and then uh, I think my brother's got leeches in the, in the ditch while we were, were over there by that. And then we... Uh, what do we do? We did something. We fed the horses. We we're probably feeding them shit that was bad for them, but we loved feeding those horses. we Just go rip out a bunch of grass from the field and walk over, and there were no, horses okay. there. Okay, that. Was hey, it? Yeah. I don't know. It was because it was from the just the random field over there where we got leeches. There's a mattress back there that that one kid told us that he had sex on once
1: that's disgusting i don't think he
0: did because we were like seven
1: i know but why would you brag about that like why would that be impressive to any other child like that would be
0: i don't know it was okay so there was these there was sunnyvale that was the name of the street and it had this little notch like a dead end that ended at a at the field, and then you could walk through the field. There was a path in the middle that took you to Fred Meyer, mm. and also uh, Arctic Circle, home of fry sauce. And you could oh, this is a sound check, so I'm leaning back.
1: <laughs> this is a sound check.
0: Yeah, it's um. That's a hell of a. And that's recording story. too. So oh,
1: good lord.
0: Um so that little notch there were these there's one house on the corner that had a huge lot that went all the way back to the to the is this
1: imperative to the story
0: shut up (laughs) and then (laughs) on the other side there were there were three like usually empty houses not a lot of people lived there often might have been only two i can't remember i was little but you'd go there was like this little wooden bridge that went over the top of the canal and to the right there were like a bunch of trees to the canal and you could walk along it and it was it wasn't a big one it was like this big like only a couple feet wide but they um hey where are you going i'm talking i'm telling a damn story
1: keep telling
0: you're on camera and everyone kiss me so uh but why'd you leave it was interesting okay so over to the right that's where the that's where the mattress was that that kid said the things happened and then one of the horses names was buttercup